My name is Kay Rotry. I'm David Graham. I'm James Burnett. And you're listening to the Light Among Darkness podcast. Hey, this is Light Among Darkness. Today we're just going to be discussing about what's been on our hearts this year and talking about the importance of the light and what it means to shine our light through this time of darkness. And also we're going to talk about like the ministry too and what God's been doing in this ministry because we just started this ministry and we're mainly doing this ministry to reach out to the lost. And we want to just have a full-on discussion about this year and also talk about the light and what it means in our hearts. So we got David speaking first, we got Gabe Audrey, and then I'll be last in closing. All right, David. Yes, sir, man. It's good to be back on here. Boys, we had a tough week, really tough week. Um, but, you know, we're here. God's given us a word and we're ready to share. <clears throat> Today, you know, just really want to talk about the light and, you know, why is the light important? You know, I was studying my Bible and I landed in First John uh, First John 1, verse 5, it says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. <clears throat> if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, Cleanses us from all sin. That's First John chapter one. And you know, we talk about light in the darkness, light among darkness. First of all, I just want to address what is darkness. What is this darkness that John is talking about? Darkness, first of all, is sin and evil. Darkness is what we were born into, what this world is full of. And then you have, say you have the darkness on one hand and the lights on the other hand. Light represents all that's good, all that's pure, what's true, and what is holy. And if you compare darkness and light, which one do you need? They're both useful. And in a sense, we sleep at nighttime when it gets dark. We, we do our work when it's sun, sunny outside, but in a spiritual sense, we need to be in the light. Scripture says God is the light. So if we're supposed to be like Christ and we proclaim to be Christians, but we're not living in the light. If we're not living in light, we're living in darkness. But, you know, Jesus, he came, he, he died, he lived a sinless life, he died and rose again so that we could be delivered from the powers of darkness. And so what I've come to find out in my walk is darkness cannot exist in the presence of light. However, when the darkness is confronted by light, the light always overcomes it. I've never and turned on a light and it had no effect. That light has always pierced the dark. And we live in a, a very, very dark time in our society right now. Good, we call good evil, we call evil good, and that's basically the darkness. And so, as we carry the light, God's word, his light is in us, as we carry this into the world, that's what it means to be light among darkness. We're not saying that people are darkness, 
What we're saying is that sin has blinded the eyes of people in this world. And what can take off that blindfold, what can open their eyes is the light. It's like walking in a dark room trying to put together an outfit. Good luck. Walk in that dark room, turn on the light, so much easier. This life is so much easier to get through and to navigate when you have a light. But you see, a lot of people in this world are confused about their purpose. Why am I here? What is, what is, what is the point of this? That can only be found when you come into the light because God is light. And, and that's a discussion. I, I want y'all, what do y'all, I want to hear from you guys. What do y'all think about that? Like light among darkness. What does that mean to you? means that Jesus is light. Like that verse says, he is the light of the world that shineth through darkness. And that is the truth of life, is that he is the light. Regardless of anything, he came down to shine his light upon us, even through the difficult times. Even when he was pushed, pushed up, forced around, forced by darkness around him, trying to kill him, he still rose from the dead. Yeah, I, I was about to go there with you on that one. How um, darkness tried to uh, contain Jesus and uh, Jesus being the light of the world um, overcame sin and darkness, overcame the darkness, if you would. And I just I just think that's kind of cool. And I, I like it like that. But and I just feel like I feel like if we you know, this also goes to what I'm going to sort of bring up a little bit. And I want to get y'all's thought on this is if we pit our if we pit God first above all things, that's sending the light into the room first. Instead of sending ourselves into the room without a light. Uh if we just keep God handy and pit Jesus first and pit God first in our everyday lives, that's bringing the light with you. Now, if we pit ourselves in front of the light. If, it, for example, if you like, if you walk in front of a light, you can't see. It's not dark, but it's like dim. Mm. But if we put God first in this category, it makes the light shine. So what we, what us Christians don't need to do, is is not, not all knowing. God's all knowing, right? Have knowledge when we step over the light to block it, to dim it. Now. To some extent, I get it. Nobody, you really can't tell like when you walk in front of the light and dim it because your back is to the light. But like if we put God first to go into the room, then we're, we're in good shape because the light is going forward. It's like it's like a riot seared. He's going in first. We're going in behind him. So it's like we need to pit him first. And uh, secondly, I just I just think it's kind of cool because Amer America was um, in back in the British Revolution um, and the Boston Tea Party and all that. Remember the lanterns up in the steeple to two by sea, one one by um, land. Right. It was one by land. Right. But what symbolized it? Fire. They lit a lantern and the lantern was black. Like dark, and then what's his name? Uh, lit the um lantern up. That's how our light should that's how it should be. Is when you trust in the Lord, you have the light, it's your job to keep lighting it. 
It's like, it's like no matter what, you're going, your light won't go out, but on you, you decide if your light goes out. It's up to you. If you're one of those guys that just let sin come all around you and then just like covers the light up and then like barely where nobody can even see, or are you that type of person when sin pits your light out, then because you sinned and you let sin in and then that just takes out your light? Or are you the guy that go get a match and restrike it and pit it back on fire? That's the question we got to ask each other. And like, our nation was founded on the light of Jesus, but we have strayed away from that. So what, 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 why can't we be the difference and send Jesus in first on our day-to-day lives? Send Jesus in to a crawl space that I work with uh, James on today. Send, send Jesus in to this area. Say, God, I want to put you first right here in my life. God, I want to put you first in this area. God, I need you to be first in this area. We need to acknowledge that it's a thought process. It's like God is the way, the truth, the light. So if if we walk in front of the light, how is God going to do what he, what he needs to do? So it's like, it's either are we going to let God or are we going to let God and pit him first? So then it makes all all sense because what we're saying makes sense if, if you pick god first you will see a positive outline of your life and i just i just i just wanted to share that with y'all and like i i think this would be a right time i i want to get y'all's feedback could i say this like examine yourself see what you are doing what are you pinning first can i say that with this now like that's a question i'm just wondering can i say you have to examine yourself. Definitely. Because if you think about it, yeah. self-examination, a lot of times we can't see things that are going on in our lives and we need somebody else to speak up on it. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times somebody can see something that you're just blind to in your life, you know? And I, I think that's that's a great point you, you came up with, with, with the light. Uh, self-examination with that. A lot of times we're ignorant to certain things in our lives that could be hindering us. But somebody else sees plainly what it is. And a part of that is being open and receptive to the truth of what other people see and the truth of God's word. We can't block our hearts to that. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. I'm going to ask y'all to turn to your Bibles to Acts chapter 26, um, verse 22 through 23. It says, And having therefore obtained help of God, I continue until this day, witnessing both to the small and great, saying none other things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come, that Jesus Christ should suffer, and that he should be the first that should rise from the dead, and should show the light and to the people, and to the Gentiles. <clears throat> now, when I read when I read that verse, you know, when it talks about Jesus being put through suffering and all of that, and it talks about him rising from the dead, because that is that is the reason why we do this is that Jesus mm-hmm. is risen, and him being risen is the reason why there's light in the world. If he's not risen, guys, if Jesus is not risen, if there's no resurrection, 
there's no light, there's no hope. And there's no there's no second there's no second chances. Because if he's not risen, then there's no point in life. The resurrection from him being risen from the dead, that's how we have life. It's because of that. It's that he is risen. And the importance of the light, it matters a lot because you can try and spark your own light. Yes, God can put, he, okay, God can put out, he can put you through a lot of difficult times. But he does that to make sure that you're putting your trust, your full trust in him. And not in yourself, so that you're trusting in his light, even if you're being put through long suffering and all that. And he will let that he lets the enemy attack us for a reason, obviously. He's not gonna stop the enemy from attacking us from seasons and all that. God does love us. He's not gonna he's not gonna try and hurt you, but he will he will do this for you learn something. He will he will put you through long suffering. And he will do that so you can learn from that. But the importance of the light is that there is no light without mm -hmm. Jesus. Look. Jesus is Lord. And that is something important is that he is Lord over our lives. And if we're not seeking him, if we're not if he's not number one in our lives, then there's no light in that. There's no light in that. Because if we're putting ourselves first before we're putting Jesus, then that is just trying to spark up something. That is trying to put ourselves in front of pride and all that. That's not going to spark nothing, guys. That's not going to that's not going to light up anything because the only light you can have is in Jesus. And whatever you're going through, it doesn't matter if it's hard or not. You look up to Jesus in everything you do. You look up to him. Even through the times of difficulties. Even through the times of trials. Because I'll be the first to tell you that. It hasn't been an easy year. It really hasn't. It's been a really tough year. And there's been times this year when it's been like. Overwhelming. But I don't. Obviously, there's been times when I don't talk about that. I usually talk about the good things that come out of that. But usually a lot of times we like to hide the hard things as well. But the light in that is that God brought me through it. God brought me through those difficult times so that I could learn from that. And he's bringing me through it as well. Same with you. So that you can rely on his light in those situations. And those long sufferings and those difficulties. Hey, and that's what he hey, wants James. from us. Question. Yeah. So could you say that that process could be part of like a refining process that God does to his, his, his people to make them into, you know, build their faith, do what he needs to do? Was that what yeah. you, would, you would say it is? Refining? Exactly. Yeah. You know, with what that, with what you said, I feel like I feel like God, when when you're a believer or when you trust uh, Jesus as your savior, there's a difference, right? Everybody says there's a difference. The difference is that you have a light 
back when you weren't a believer, you really didn't have a light. And guys, here's here's something that hit me when James was talking about it. It's like, yeah, okay, there's things happen for a reason. Okay, there's so there's a reason for the season. There's a reason why God pits you in this, in these hard situations. It's to pit you in check, to see what are you going to trust him. Because in the Bible, he pit his um, disciples in check, but on at the on the at the sea when um, a big storm came and they were all like scared. They didn't lean on God, and God's in the mm. boat with them. Okay, so they pit them in check there and god just pits you in check on the way because like all he's asking you to do is is really there's three simple things god asks us to do is a at the top trust him into our hearts that's the first goal two is to try three try for him try god it, it benefits you a lot when you try when I mean try, I mean try not to fall into sin so easily. It's okay if you do. Ask for forgiveness. Our God loves us enough to forgive us as many times as you, he, you, we sin. Thirdly, is to be like he. Our our desire, our God's desire, is us to be like Him. And like my my point is like He asks us to try. He asks us to ask Him into our heart, and He asks us. To be, have a desire to be like God. In the Bible, it states, we are made in God's image. What that is, that is us being like God. God made us in his image. So, bottom line is, are you going to let your light shine? Or are you going to be that guy that just be like, yeah, it shines a little bit. I'm just going to let it, let it die out. Oh, never mind. I can light it back up myself. Or are you going to be that guy that pits God in front of everything and let God take some of the shots instead of you getting hit all over and at least you got your front protected? And that's that's where I'm at. Yeah. And that's what, he'll, that's what he does, man. That's what he's trying. He wants us to rely on him on all of this. He doesn't want us to put ourselves in front. You know, because he is the one that fights our battles. We don't fight the battles ourselves. And that is exactly what he wants, is us to rely on him to fight the battles in our lives. Not for us to put ourselves up in front and be like, I'm going to handle the situation. Oh, God, I got it. I got it. No need to No need to worry about this. I got the situation. And then the next moment, you stumble like nothing. And that's how it is. Like, you're going to stumble if you decide to go your own path in this situation. I remember I was talking about earlier, the other podcast, Are You Running? Because when you start running, you start going your own direction. And that is not something God, he does not want you doing that. And that is you running away from the light he has for you. And the future he also has for you is something that he has a, he has a bright future for you. Know that. He has a really bright future for you. Because the will of God is everything, anything that is in God's hand, there's going to be brightness in that. There's going to be a light in that. When you're under his will and you're under his way, yes, you're going to be put, you're going to be put through a lot of tests. 
He's going to test your faith. He's going to test you with trials. He's going to test you with difficulties. If you're called to be a preacher or something, don't think that, hey, I'm going to have a mic in my hand instantly and be like, oh, okay. No, he's going to he's going to test that faith. He's going to put you through difficulties. He's going to put you through trials, and he's going to put you through hard times to see if you're going to remain faithful in this situation. See if he can trust you with the most important thing, exactly. and that is the word of God. He's, he is going to put you through these difficult times so so to see if he can rely on you to trust in his light in your hey, life. Hey, question. Question. So, so, oh, so y'all made, made some amazing points. Now, now, I have a good question for both of you. So, when you're following the light, should you have a backup plan? Should you have, when you're following the light and you're, you're walking the light, should there be like this little plan you have in the back of your pocket carrying on like, oh man, what if, you know, I'm following the light, but what if this doesn't, what if, you know what I'm saying? Should there be a backup plan? Yeah. No. Here's, here's my, here's my with that. Look, look, I've been trying to get this programmed into my life and it's been a battle, but look, what ifs? Look, we got to throw what ifs out of the out yo what ifs should not be in our Amen. vocabulary what ifs leads us to doubt what if leads us to bad situation look to answer that question to some extent there shouldn't be a backup plan and then there shouldn't should be a backup plan here's why i feel like there shouldn't and there should be real quickly there should be a backup plan for people to lean on. Okay, there's there's a there's a trust thing. Me, David, and James have a great trust thing. That's a backup plan if I'm struggling so bad. But to some extent, there shouldn't be a backup plan because there's you know like people say A B C see your way out of this conversation. Think about that with Jesus. It's all it is. It God God asks us to share our testimonies. And I, it's an honor to share mine every time. But, like, to that extent, that's fine. But, like, if God tells you stuff personally, don't go. You can't go around just telling that because that's just your thing. But, like, there's a there's a right way to do this one is to lean on the backup people to help you run the right way or just not have a backup plan and just go with. It's harder going on your own, but, like, if you can have at least three, one person behind you, that would be like, hmm, okay. This, I could, when I stumble, I can come over here. They can fix me up real quick and send me out. But note this, we're all human. So some of this stuff that we, I'm, I'm saying this is, what we're talking about tonight is all spirit-led. But you could sometimes get the hint of oh, that's not spirit-led or, or that's God telling me. You, sometimes you get the hint. So like, we're human. Sometimes we are we are overthinking. But for now, we just need to get the what ifs out. What ifs need to be gone. Exactly. Yep. I I agree hundred percent. And this is this is my response to that is that fear says what if faith responds Bullseye. with even if. Bullseye. Even if these things were possible. Even if I were to deal with this, there's still a God in control. And regardless of 
what people think about us. This is the problem with with the fear of man is that it brings up a bunch of what if, what if they th- think of me this way, think of me that way. Exactly. No. When you put fear in front of faith, that's exactly what you're going to get. Exactly. You're going to get a lot of what ifs in that scenario. So I got a question for y'all. Faith, hang on. Yeah, faith in front of fear, that will bring even if. And that will just bring, that will just put fear down because fear is a lie. Regardless of anything, fear is a lie. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. here's my question to y'all. And this I, this is just something I just thought of. Okay. Ha, okay, they, this is for David, James, and me. I think all of us can answer this up. Okay, I'll let you two go first. How? Okay, here's to all the listeners out there. How can we build a foundation? How do we build a foundation starting with the light? Like, like give give us some pointers on the, what to do to start out our foundation and make sure we get the light with the foundation. How can that work? You want to go first, James? You want me to? Um, you can take it. All right. Well, you know, Hebrews 11. Let me, let me just say this. Hebrews 11, 6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So first of all, you got to know who God is and you got to believe who he says he is. That's the foundation. And to complete Henry's question, this is all by faith. Even if, like James said, I don't see any of this. I don't see it right now. Faith is that gap between what I don't see and what I believe. So that's what's going to carry you through. That's that's the answer. That's the key. It's by faith. Moving by faith. I asked y'all about the backup plan for a reason because backup plans don't exist. God has the plan for you. See what I'm saying? Why need a backup if God has the plan? Mm-hmm. But yeah, to answer that question, Henry, I think it's just it's faith. You know, it's impossible to please God without it. And and we have to we have to believe who he says he is. That's that's the only foundation. God has to be the foundation. Jesus Christ. And on top of that, we can walk in the light right. because of that foundation of who he is and my faith in him. I wow, that's that's good stuff. Back to you, James. Amen. Amen to that. Amen to that. And that is exactly the way that he explained it, man, is a hundred percent. Because when we have faith, man, it's it it knocks down that fear. It it just takes it just takes little faith, guys. It doesn't take a whole lot of faith. It just takes faith of a mustard seed, and you can you can remove any mountain that goes your way. But you just gotta have that faith, and you gotta have that confidence that God is gonna remove that mountain from your life, no matter what it is. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what difficulty you're going through, but you just have that faith that God's gonna do something good, and you have and you have that confidence that He's gonna do something great in your life, because a lot of people they like to think they like to think small. Usually, I like to mention up you know the little things before the big things because it's kind of funny because when I say the little things, us doing the little things before we do the big things, 
the little things aren't the little <laughs> things. They're actually the big things. That, but we viewed them as the little things. That, like passing out a track. That's not a little thing. It's not. Huge, it's yeah. a bit it's a huge thing. But us people, we like to view that as a little thing. Like it doesn't matter mm -hmm. when it actually does. Mm -hmm. So do we have that do we have that faith of a mustard seed? It's a little it's a little amount of faith. It's not that much. It's a little amount of faith. And you can do amazing things with a little amount of faith. For something that little can do something that big. Guys, David, all he had was a rock and a slingshot. And what, mm. what was he able to do that with faith? He was able to knock down a giant in his path. So what kind of that that is exactly what we're talking about here is what faith do you have? What where's your light? Is are you relying on God's light? Or are you relying on your own? Are you relying on him to take care of that situation? Or are you not? It's it's very it's very simple. It really is. Because you're either putting God first or you're not. You're either relying on him or you're relying on yourself. Because I'll tell you this, it's not going to, relying on other people, relying on yourself, there's no good end result to that. You're not going to get a good end result. And I, I love, I love this topic because we're going through the details of what this means through the word of God. We're not trying to skim like skip anything or anything like that or say anything that's not biblical because anything that exactly. is biblical is truth. And that is the light. And we're just here to help y'all that that's the thing. This ministry is to reach out to the lost, is for us to shine the light. This ministry is for us to reach out to those that know don't know Christ. And the reason why we do that is because we love y'all. God has placed this on our hearts to reach out to y'all. So you you go comment and you you go message us. It's very important if you know Christ or not because a lot of people, a lot of people, they think they have Christ when they don't. They have head knowledge of him. They hmm. view him as a fact, but they don't have an intimate relationship exactly. with him. What's what is I got? What is y'all's thoughts on that? What is your, what speak. is y'all's thoughts on that? Um. So, my 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 so so my thoughts on this and like my, my follow up of what we all talked about is this. It's easy. Um. So, who's two things, possibly three, as it comes in? Who's your cornerstone? Is it man? Or is it God? That cornerstone represents. Remember, oh, I I play basketball. Okay, when I put on my jersey, uh, I got I got three things I represent. I represent God. I represent my family name, and I represent my talent. Okay, put that out there. Okay, your cornerstone. Who do you represent? Who who? When when you die, what's your legacy? 
what are you known by? Are you known by just the kid? Are you known by the guy who made a difference and actually had a solid cornerstone of Christ? And how we we gave you the pieces tonight on how do you build your life up on a strong foundation? And that hit me when like years back, I didn't know what what that meant. And like, I, I, I'm uh, spiritually matured over that and I figured it out and it was by faith. Uh, faith sees the invisible. Look, and if you're struggling with, is there a God? Look, look outside. Somebody had to make all this. I, I'm just saying, it's just, it's just so clear. And I, I just, if you're struggling with that, DM us. We'll, we'll gladly play over it and then give you a response. But my bottom line is, is who's your cornerstone? Faith should, you know, faith should be your strong foundation. And let your light shine no matter what. Try to keep that light shining. If you, if you, it's okay. Sometimes your light goes out. All right. Not everyone's light goes forever. Mine failed in the first uh, government shutdown, okay? It was just gone. I was like, well, this stinks. I'm out. And that shouldn't have been like that. But it was just hard to do it on your own. And then, so how, how you got to keep your light shining. And that, how you keep your light shining is it starts in your heart. And it starts with the Bible. What's on the inside appears on the outside. So if you don't have a light, it's probably because you didn't trust Jesus into your heart. You may have a light, but you lost it because you're running. And my bottom line is, is cornerstone. Faith should be your foundation. Faith in God. And then thirdly, it should be putting God first with the light and letting your light shine with. Let your light shine through God. God will shine through you, but make sure you pit him first. And I'm a, I'm a all about pitting God first moment, God, if you haven't learned that by now. But I, I love pitting. I, I strive to pit myself first. And it's all, if you pit God first, think of your legacy will come up. And legends never die, right? Legends do die. What What's your legend? Are you that guy who, who made a ministry with two other guys? And like God was moving through the ministry, or are you that guy that just sat home and wasted your time and just chilled out, not knowing there was a God, but just really didn't care because you doubted it. That's where you gotta. That's where you gotta draw the line. You don't want the short end of the straw, bro. You want the long yes, end of the you straw. You know that's very well said. I mean, look, you guys basically said it all. So all I gotta say it's in you. It's not on you. What I mean by that, it's not a mask you wear. It's a relationship. It's a relationship on the inside. By faith with Jesus Christ. Not something you wear, but it's inside of you. And that, that's what's going to carry you on. The government, they can throw you in jail. They can kick you out of your house. They can kick you to the streets. They can give you no food. But that internal relationship, nobody can take away. Nobody. Amen. Yes, sir. Very true. Nobody can take that relationship away. No matter what goes on in your life. In closing, I'm going to pray. Um, 
Would y'all too like what? What would y'all too like me to pray for? Any definitely for the listeners. Um, you know, it's not it's not an easy year in twenty twenty one. We just want to speak life, speak words of life over your life. Um, God is for you, not against you. And just just pray that we all transition into this year. If we if the rapture doesn't happen and we we go into this year, just you know, for everybody, just to stay strong because you know the devil is like a like a lion seeking who can devour, but. We're warriors for Christ with the armor. And yes, sir. yeah, and uh, James, I want you to pray for the hearts. I feel like tonight it, it went a little longer, but I feel like tonight it's just been so rich. And I feel like if there's any unbeliever out there, he's he's shaking in in his pants. So just like pray for the hearts. That's that's. I feel like this tonight by far is our best podcast but i feel like god is doing something in this podcast tonight that we haven't seen before until now so pray for the hearts amen definitely and it's been a it's been a really it's been a really tough year and i'm gonna pray for i'm also gonna have a request on those who are gonna be up coming in 2021 that people's hearts will be ready for the next year because things aren't gonna uh, here's the truth, guys, is that things we are going to get worse before they get better. The mm-hmm. only time they're going to get better is when we're up there with Christ. Mm, yep. So uh, let's, uh, let's, let's just keep that in our hearts. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this podcast, Lord. Father, we thank you for all that you do in our lives, Lord, because without you, we would be nothing. Father, I pray for the hearts that are coming into 2021 and the hearts that are on the podcast, Lord, that you will touch their hearts. For those who don't know you as their personal Savior, I pray that you will touch their hearts, Lord, that they'll make that commitment to come to you, Lord Jesus. Father, I pray for unspoken, Lord, that you will touch their hearts as well, Lord. Father, I pray for the podcast. I pray, I want to thank you for this year, Lord, even throughout all the difficult times. You touched our hearts to go on and make this ministry, Lord, for you to shine our light among darkness regardless of what people think about us lord we're going to rely on you to be that light in our lives father i pray for i pray for those who just need to be need to be ready lord i pray for those that need to be ready for the upcoming seasons i pray for those who just need to be ready for the difficult times lord that you will just show it to them that it's not it's not a bad thing, Lord, but it's a good thing that you are teaching them something through their long sufferings. You are teaching them something through their difficulties and situations, Lord, that you are shining your light upon them, that you're letting them know that you are still with them even through the tough times, Lord. And Father, I pray for those that just need healing, Father. I pray that you'll bring healing upon the sick, those who have been sick with covid this year those who have been hurt those who have been scarred lord those who have been through so many difficult things lord i pray that you will just bring your comfort upon them lord just bring your healing upon them lord because it's not it's not fun losing a lost one it is not fun losing a lost one lord because you lose a lost one lord it feels like it feels like you know Everything is coming against you on that situation that you're all alone. But Lord, you are with us regardless of anything. And you you know that. You know you are with us throughout all the situations. But Lord, I pray for 
those who have been struggling this year, Lord, those who have been through so much pain, that you will just bring your brightness upon them, Lord, that you will shine upon them at that time, Lord, that you will just bring your power upon them, Lord, that you will uplift them in this time of need. Father, please prepare us for the worst over the best, Lord, because things are only going to get worse in this life, and we know that. We know things around us aren't going to get better, and we just need to rely on you through these through these dark days, Lord, in this world, because this world is so corrupt. This world is filled with an antichrist-like spirit. There's so much antichrist-like there out there, Ma. Father. I pray that you'll just you'll just use us to reach out to those who are lost, those who are blinded, Lord. That you'll just open their eyes. Father, I pray for those who have ears to hear that you'll let them hear what we have to, what you have to say through us, Lord. That they will hear you through us, and their eyes will be open up to you, Lord, so that they can come to you, because you are the light of everything, and you are the light that shines through darkness, and you are the light among darkness, Lord. And regardless of anything, Lord, you are the light through us, and you're the one that is using us right now to shine our light so you other people can be influenced through these podcasts. Other people can be influenced in a way that they can spiritually grow or come to you as their lord lord father i pray that no matter what happens in our life that we just rely on you in this time i pray that no matter what happens in our life that you will just continue to keep our eyes fixed upon you that we look up to you we love you for everything and we thank you for everything we don't deserve your mercy and your grace but you give it to us anyways hallelujah to your name glory to you Mm -hmm. lord in Jesus' name, amen. Thank y'all for listening. Amen. It's been such a blessing. Light among darkness. Until next time. Amen. We're out. You'll see y'all next time.